This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, bro? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I am Barry Rosenfeld Yeah, you are <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome. It is Thursday. It actually feels like this week has gone by kind of quickly, which I am incredibly grateful for. Um, Before we get into our show, if you have not subscribed to the new Mention It All newsletter, go ahead, take a second, go do that now. Betches.co slash Bravo newsletter. We are bringing you the best Bravo news, Bravo tea, all of it every week. Plus my favorite, my personal favorite section of the newsletter to write, because I write it, by the way, is... (laughs) Every week, I give you a suggestion of an old Bravo show episode season to go back and rewatch. And usually, there's like a fun theme. Um, so, you know, if you're always just looking for some weekend plans and you don't feel like actually being social, uh, check out the Mention It All newsletter. Always uh, choose just, Bravo over being Matches.co so- slash Bravo newsletter. Check it out. Barry, we have so much to talk about today. Just just truly we really do we're talking about jersey and dallas today and also currently they are filming the jersey reunion right this second Ugh. right this second yeah, we got we got um there's like literally so much housewives news um we got the <laughs> the promo for the atlanta reunion came out this morning as well uh lots of bolo drama it looks like drew's saying a prayer drew's crying there's a lot going on um we also, I just want to throw out there, we interviewed yesterday Lala Kent. Her book uh, comes out in a few weeks. It was a great interview. Uh, both in the book and in the interview, she really mentions it all about Vanderpump Rules, about Jen Shaw. Um, so stay tuned for that interview. It's going to be out in a few weeks. And I was I was impressed by how much I, she mentioned. I was going to say I, I would use that word too. I was impressed. She was a doll. She was really great to talk to. And... I would also suggest reading her book, get her book when it's available and read it. It, it was, it was very, like we said, an easy read, like it captures you, you know, it ca- it's, not a, it's not a novel. It's not a novel, but um, I mean, I'm also- glad it's not a novel. <laughs> not also it, not in Bravo news, but we got an alert this morning that JLo and Erod are officially done. Official. It's like, Last it's like time Bravo, was a joke. This it's time like Bravo adjacent ish. You know, I Madison have- is like, waiting by the phone this morning <clears throat> oh lord <laughs> <No>. <laughs> season whatever next season is of southern charm we're gonna see a rod joining the cast oh my god Ima- imagine like that would be so funny but no we also okay so the actual bravo news since we last recorded we got not one but two trailers for brand new seasons <laughs> We got Beverly Hills on Monday, and it's premiering May 19th. It's on Wednesday nights this season. And I have to say, this season, you know, they've they've 
underwhelmed us before and I'm wary of it happening again, but this trailer is fucking explosive. I agree. And I have to say that I always have this fear when trailers come out where, you know, they show all the good parts in the trailer, Mm -hmm. but I have heard that that is quite the opposite for Beverly Hills and that this season, there are so much more that we didn't see in the trailer, which I am grateful for. That is what everyone, we said what we're grateful for today. That is what I'm grateful for. (laughs) I'm super, I'm super excited just from the tidbits we see in the trailer. Sutton is a full-time housewife and she is, she's bringing it. She's digging into all this Erica stuff. It's not, I don't think it's in the full trailer, but they showed a promo during New Jersey last night and she uses the word Ponzi scheme, which I am just like, yes, mention it all. (laughs) I, yeah, I just feel like this, it's going to be, I love the cast shakeup that is coming, but I think that it's going to be, because we have to shout out my girl, Kathy. Kathy looks like she's bringing it. I love seeing that Sutton and Crystal have their little drama right off the bat. The <laughs> the ugly leather pants comment is already, you know, legendary. Yeah. Sutton, Sutton, I feel, I'm excited to see Crystal. Sutton, it looks like from the trailer that there's just like no possible way they couldn't have given her a diamond, you know? Sutton, yeah, I agree. But you know what? In this world that we're living in, people are so mean that what Sutton says to Crystal is like, Good. If that is the insult you use, good. Right. Like that is like the full, like high drama housewifery that we don't, (laughs) I feel like we don't get enough of because people are so focused on like coming up with the best shade. And it's like, no, I want to see Sutton like waving her arms, yelling about Crystal's leather pants. Um, In other news, we have also the Family Karma Season 2 trailer. It's premiering the first week of June. I'm super excited. I really loved the first season, um, and I'm glad they're back. We knew they were coming back, but I'm glad that we have, you know, the full details now. And uh, this show just looks like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, when we interviewed Anisha long time ago, you guys, go listen to that interview. She was talking about filming season two like so that felt i think it literally was almost a year ago i'm not even kidding but that was in the fall (laughs) that was like six months ago maybe (laughs) it was like november the months in quarantine are longer than like out of quarantine so it was a long time ago but they were they were um she's been living her best life and it's so funny to like see it actually on tv right now so i'm pumped for that i I agree it is a breath of fresh air that show they, they just, like, they understand the assignment, but it's not too, like, intense. I love seeing their parents and grandparents. The family dynamic is a lot of fun. Um, speaking of family dynamics, let's get into Real Housewives of New Jersey. We had, we had some heavy family dynamics with Jennifer and her parents this week. We kind of, we've, we heard about this toward the beginning of the season, and then kind of other stuff has uh, taken precedence in the last few episodes. But Jennifer's parents, I have to say... I feel like Bill says later in the episode that if they were from a different culture, you know, it'd be different. Maybe they'd be divorced by now. I kind of feel like they need to not be together. I mean, I feel like you're not the only one that feels that way. But at the same time, can I just say Jennifer's dad is one of the cutest little men I've ever seen in my life. He's just minding his own business, watching his iPad, leave the man alone. But you know what? (laughs) (laughs) It They... It's hard to understand when, you know, people there, they are in another culture. So it is different from like what I would do. You know what I mean? So 
it seems though, because they're older, this has been going on for so long that it's something we'll truly never understand in general. Like there's just so much backstory and history from their relationship to me on the outside. It looks just, just like an old couple fighting, like a mom and dad fighting, not getting along, but she, her mother went in and was like, wishes they never got married and imagine the how deep that is that she was 18 i don't know how old she is right now but how long she's brought right. that with her to say they've been together for 40 something years and there's yeah. not a single day that she's been happy it's like obviously like we don't know we don't know all the backstory we only met these people a couple years ago on our tv screens so you know we don't we're not in a position to kind of take a side or to say who's, you know, being truthful or who's being dramatic or any yeah. of that. But it's like the there is clearly so much like pain and resentment in this situation. And it's tough to see Jennifer truly be in the middle of it because obviously she loves both of her parents, but she does talk about, you know, how she wasn't she didn't have that much of a relationship with her dad when she was growing up, uh, because he just like was really busy, wasn't around that much. Um and it's it's hard watching someone who is normally so self-assured and like seems to be so kind of in charge of her life be in the situation with her parents where she is kind of at a loss for what to do. Yeah. Jennifer is definitely that housewife where I prefer to see scenes of her with her family so much more than with the other ladies. Like I, I really it do. It's wild. A- the difference, like when she's with her parents versus when she's talking to Margaret <laughs> It, it's like a, a switch flips and <laughs> there's yeah. no going back. <laughs> but um, the thing is that when she, Jennifer was like in her massive kitchen, like on like talking to both of her parents, like talking across like a countertop that's bigger than my apartment. But she was like trying to explain her dad's like, I didn't abuse her. And Jennifer's like, no, abuse doesn't just mean like physical, you know, like she she's yeah. talking about like mental, um, emotional abuse, et cetera. But Jennifer, as much as she said she didn't have a relationship with her dad, she's the the relationship she did wasn't bad. She kept trying to tell her mom. She's like, I didn't have a right. bad relationship with dad. But last night on Watch It Happens Live, Melissa were, was kind of talking shit about Jen. And she was like, said one thing. I don't remember truly because I wasn't listening. But then she was like, Jennifer, you know, she kind of like she throws her mother under the bus. And I was like, I don't. Did, does she like I don't. Maybe I didn't see that part. I don't know. I feel like she treats her parents kind of evenly and like doesn't do that. I I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just, it's super hard when you have parents that don't see eye to eye. I mean, my parents are divorced. Thankfully, I never really had to deal with a situation quite like the one that Jen is in. But I mean, there are inevitably just times, and I'm sure most people can relate to this in some way, where it's like, I don't want to be in the middle of this, but it's very hard to actually be like 100% neutral. And even if you, even if you see both sides or if you go back and forth, that one parent is going to feel like you're, you know, choosing the other side. And I think Jen is definitely in the midst of that. And especially I can see it being hard if she feels like her siblings kind of have already chosen a side that she's like, now I can't choose a side because I'm the last one. 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Okay, speaking of Jennifer, though, this video on Instagram Live when she's talking about needing a live-in housekeeper, but she's, it's a a housekeeper, but she's going to call it a nanny because she thinks the housekeeper is degrading, but it's not really a nanny. It's a housekeeper. Um, Margaret thinks this video is super tone deaf. Um, Oh, that's what it was that Melissa, that, thank you. That is the other thing Melissa said. Melissa said everything Jennifer says is tone deaf. (laughs) Right. I, okay. I have to agree with Margaret that the video is like a little bit cringe because the thing is, Jennifer is a woman of means. She has money, clearly. We all know that. It's not like a secret. She wears Chanel everything all the time. But it's like, there are ways to find a nanny, housekeeper, whatever help you need that are not going on Instagram Live to your like 300,000 followers in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) And I also don't think the nanny slash housekeepers are searching for jobs on your like (laughs) if you're looking for somebody if you're looking for somebody legit and trustworthy to be living in your home and taking care of your home instagram live on a public platform like that is probably not the best way to go about that right and the thing she was saying it when the women were calling her out and she was she was trying to not be offensive. And they were like, no, a housekeeper is a job title. Like you're not being offensive. Like it was actually more offensive the way you went around it. You know what I, you know, but I don't. That's one of those moments yeah. where I feel like Jennifer, I mean, I'm not in a position to like call anyone whatever, but like it's, it feels very new money that it's like, what? Like, you oh, think? like I wouldn't say housekeeper. And everyone is like, no, that's literally what the job is. <laughs> It's like it's not like she's like no 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 like I'm I'm gonna call it a nanny and it's like if I it's like if I applied to a job that was like social media manager and they're like okay so you're actually gonna be just like responding to customer service emails but we thought that sounded bad so we said social media manager like no I want the job I got hired for um yeah I good luck to her I feel like she also has other um like ways she can find one like i don't know anyone she knows probably has there, a housekeeper there like, nanny who knows someone else <laughs> there are like websites for that i don't know what they are but yeah, you know called, like it's, house it's called instagram 
<laughs> um, okay, so we get in this episode one of my favorite housewives tropes, which is a psychic party, of course. Um, Gina Marie. Gina Marie. Teresa has Gina Marie over to the house. Uh, she's cleaning up, and Gia's like, I love when she's emptying the dishwasher. And Gia's like, why are you freaking out? Like, they're not going to look at your spoons mom can you not right now i love when gia gets mad she's in like zoom class in the kitchen kitchen table i love it um gina marie i have to say is either a really talented psychic medium or she had a really great (laughs) meeting with the producers before her time on camera like okay so the thing is she could have gotten like one off a little bit you know like (laughs) she is either so good now that she's going to turn into like what's his name Tyler the medium medium Tyler the medium or yeah like LA, whatever yeah she's going to turn into like one of those now or the, or Teresa the Teresa Caputo the yeah, Long the, Island her, medium her line is going to be like out the door to be read if this is like true but I was impressed I really was I was like oh my god but I've always thought that about mediums like especially if these are famous people like do you know about them did you google them for i feel like mediums always have that where they're like yeah people probably always think that you know but they were kind of like evan was like well every jewish grandmother's name is esther (laughs) Esther. i was like that's true i okay my honestly my biggest takeaway from this psychic medium event okay not my biggest takeaway the one first thing i want to say is why was michelle there we have not we've not seen or heard about michelle since Teresa had her pool party which was like four weeks ago and then all of a sudden it's like this small group event and it's like obviously michelle's coming and it's like oh this was back when she still thought she was going to be like a proper yeah housewife or friend of but the thing is the people watching like us expect an explanation isn't that so we always do we're like wait why haven't you why didn't you guys tell us why michelle was there or that she was, I was going surprised. to be there I was surprised they didn't cut out Michelle's actual reading part. I thought they would just like edit that out, but whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. But the actual most interesting thing I think from this psychic reading was that Dolores. Um, <laughs> so she gets a reading about David basically saying that David is not her soulmate who she's meant to be with whatever. And she's kind of like, all right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. And then she gets a reading about her dog and is sobbing and like a mess. And, <laughs> and they're all like, talking about how we never see Dolores cry. Melissa brought it up on Watch What Happens Live. And it's like, Dolores, like you might need to break up with David. Yeah, she showed a lot of emotion. Listen, as a dog person, I get it and I fully understand. Like I just lost my dog. Like it it's serious. And you we even saw how close Dolores and Boo were, you know? So I think also it was the way I don't know. I kind of understood it because I feel like her and David have made this relationship so friend esque now that like she she knows it like she knows that frank's her soulmate <gasps> did i just say that yeah she knows frank is her soulmate but like um i i don't know i feel like she was not surprised to hear it but then she heard sadder news and that affected her but i thought it was hilarious yeah I, hilarious i okay i do feel like people people like to kind of shit on david a lot Mm -hmm. and i think that for me watching the show 
I feel like for the most part, Dolores is content in her relationship with David. I think there are moments where she's like, why am I not engaged? Or like, why isn't this different? But I think we've gotten to the point where it's been long enough in this situation that she knows exactly what she's getting with David. And if it really bothered her that much, she's, she's not stuck in that relationship. She's not, you know, dependent on him for anything. So I think if she wasn't, getting any enjoyment out of it she would be able to leave no problem so i don't feel like i don't feel like uncomfortable about the relationship because i think dolores is very clear about what she's getting out of it you know i 100 percent agree i think in the beginning she was very we even saw right. it she was like hello hello but now I, I i i think she's very content that's exactly she has the best of both worlds she has david who she's dating and then she has Frank to hang out with, which I Frank's think is life now, partner. <laughs> no joke. I think now like the roles are becoming reversed though. Like obviously we know her and Frank like don't have sex, but like, I feel like now she just kind of like hangs out with David. I don't know. Maybe this is me envisioning this and hoping that's what happens. I'm not sure. I don't hate David either. I, I really don't. I think he's great. He seems like a good guy. Just like not Dolores is like, soulmate okay also have to mention dolores debuted i think a new confessional look last night this green dress with the puffy sleeves stunning i she just looks unbelievable to me i think she is like one of the prettiest people she just looks she's glowing from the inside out i love she looks dolores. Amazing. she literally and- looks amazing <laughs> Um, okay, the the only other thing I feel like we need to touch on from Jersey is uh, Melissa and Joe go to dinner. They're talking about their their little uh, tiff that they got into down the shore. They went to Rail Steakhouse, which we're very familiar with already. It's like yeah, oh. they're sitting in the cella. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I feel like Joe and Melissa. We I think we talked last week about how their relationship issues are stemming from a real place. Like I think yeah. the issue does exist, but very quickly it felt like we um we smoothed over the actual like fight and it's like okay, that was that was a little too easy. I mean, guys, like we know that Melissa and Joe are their their marriage is fine. Like they're good. And I the thing is Joe was like, just don't forget me. Like, don't leave me. And Melissa's like, um, and that part like kind of cringed me a little because she was like, I'm not going like I'm not leaving she's you. Like, like you're right. Like, shut here. The f- it's like wait, <laughs> that moment where it's like you're where you're with your friend or your partner or whoever, and they're like kind of being annoying for attention. And then it gets to a point where it's like, Can you shut the fuck up? Like I'm not <laughs> forgetting you like yeah like they're you guys are very good i get why they have those moments every once in a while but it's a little bit like don't pretend that this is some giant fight when it's just like joe being in his feelings a little bit Um, Uh, yeah but also i can't get over i still think about this all the time because i know we just said dolores looks good but i said this last night this is the bet this cast looks absolutely effing incredible like i can't get over it melissa has a 15 year old antonia's 15 like what what Melissa, she's <laughs> gonna have the talk. They're gonna have to talk. No, I, Melissa's I, aging backwards. Literally, I actually really appreciated Melissa's philosophy about having kind of the talk with um, Antonia. Antonia, <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> I mean, Adriana. You leaned in and like whispered. You're like, well, I was about to say Adriana, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> um, you know, Joe has always been like, she's not ha- going on one date until she's 25, and I yeah. like that Melissa seems to be really 
in a realistic place where it's like, I'm going to talk, I'm going to have this talk with her that it's like, when you are ready, I'm not saying you should be ready now. Like, this is what you need to know. And I think it can be such a mindset if if you're brought up in kind of like a conservative family or like, you know, cultural differences, whatever, that it's like, we don't talk about sex, like not until you're married, whatever. And I, I love seeing that Melissa has a more, I think, um, you know, just like a better approach to that. And I think that's, she's like setting Antonia up for success rather than, you know, like not giving her any of the tools she needs to succeed yes, as an adult. It's, I mean, we see that next episode and I'm like, Antonia's always been very shy on this show. Yeah. So like next and, week she like runs into the dressing room and like slams the door and she's like, why do you have to talk about my life? <laughs> we have to say one thing as a Jew. We we watched Rosh Hashanah at Jackie's Hashanah. house last night. It was so nice. The Jewish New Year. I love seeing the Gold Schneiders. Like such a lovely time. Okay. That was great. That was nice. I lo- yeah, I do love seeing Jackie's family. Because <laughs> we see Jackie Uncle looks- Eric. Uncle Eric. Yeah. Great time. Sw- well, have a sweet New Year. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, that, but looping, connecting though, it's funny because we know Jackie's parents are married, but they don't live together. So when we were talking about Jennifer's, mm. it's just funny how different relationships can be. To each their own. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, let's pivot to Dallas uh, for a little bit. So we're on the trip to Broken Bow still. It's the second night and they're doing 
redneck relay and Tiffany's concerned <laughs> that redneck is an offensive term and Stephanie's like I'm a redneck it's okay which yeah <laughs> nice approach though because she like wanted to make sure but um right. I guess if you're <laughs> just like anything if you're if you're saying it in a bad you know if you're like calling so oh you like right. dumb redneck you know like that's mean but it gave Stephanie- me it w- it was very reminiscent to me of when Aviva called Ramona and Sonia white trash and they were like, maybe we are white trash. What's so bad about that? I mean, yes, it's one thing to embrace the insult, but yeah, there are certain <laughs> things. Just don't, just don't, you know, yeah, just don't say anything that you're not comfortable with because you probably shouldn't. <laughs> so Stephanie brings back this poor, kind, older man, Charles, the Bigfoot Charles. expert. And she basically brings him back not only to, um, to facilitate the redneck relay, which he is somehow forced into doing, but also so Carrie Brittingham can apologize to him. And Carrie's apology is, A I would say worse, worse than Teresa's apology to Evan at the Jersey shore. Hmm. Well, uh, yes. I mean, yeah, I, there's nothing really Teresa, else to describe. Teresa it. didn't know. Teresa didn't know what to say to Evan. Carrie said everything that she shouldn't have said to, Charles. She, she did one of those typical, like, first of all, she started it out with saying, I'm sorry I talked about your pee-pee. Really? <laughs> that wasn't the main issue. Are you are you serious? Have you I'm like sorry? I'm sorry I talked about your pee-pee, but I get really I really care about animals. So when people don't care about animals, even though I eat meat, it makes me mad. And also you wouldn't give me the machete. So I was mad about that. The sword. The sword. So I'm sorry. I said something that made you upset because that wasn't my intention. And it's like, um, yeah. Okay. So you, what? Like, I she don't did understand. The typical, I'm sorry. You feel that way. You know, like, I'm, I'm sorry. So- you like, felt I'm sorry. You feel that way. But also I only said that because you made me feel mad. And it's like, he didn't do anything to you. It, it was very awkward. Like even Tiffany in the corner was like, this is the worst fucking apology I've ever heard in my life. It and was I love so when, awkward. I love when an apology is framed as like, I'm sorry. I did these things because of these things you did. So, I'm sorry. Now, do you have something to say to me? And credit to Charles, the Bigfoot expert. He he knows exactly, you know, how to handle this situation, how to diffuse the situation. And he apologizes to Carrie, which is so unnecessary. But honestly, I'm glad he did because we didn't have to hear 15 more minutes of Carrie, like, berating him. Yeah. I, I mean... I think he's just a gentleman, to be honest. And I think that's why he apologized. I don't think he was like, please, like, take my, like, take me right. as your friend. But I, I, Stephanie was like, Charles, I cannot believe he just apologized. Like, I cannot believe he just did that. But uh, we need to talk about these relay because who packed all, where was all of this stuff? I need to know where the three toilet bowl seats were, where all of the, like, shaving cream cans the ma- where was all of this did they, the, did they the swing your dingling pantyhose balls the those low testicles were something but i have to say this was very fun it looked very fun and it, it did look fun um it, <laughs> it looked fun until a point so then we get brandy and stephanie do their like bigfoot costume prank which i saw coming from a mile away mm-hmm. was you know pretty low-hanging fruit um but then the pranks continue through the night because Deandra and Tiffany have these stink bombs that they bought on the way, which they thought would be super fun. So they release one in Carrie's room 
And Carrie is like, she, I guess she really doesn't like fart smells. I like join the club. Yeah. Like, have you ever met someone? I was like, oh my God, that (laughs) smells so good. I love farts. So her response to that is to grab a giant like tub of salsa from the kitchen and splatter this salsa all over the beds. I, I was like so taken aback watching this because it's just like, what are you doing? Like, who are you? What, like, what? It was, it was wild to me. And I thought everybody's reactions were extremely fair because not only was it, was she trashing their beds? It was in the middle of the night. Like they wanted to go to sleep. I would have dumped the salt. I would have turned around and dumped the salsa back on her head if she did that to my bed. Because here's the thing: it's all fun and games. Like it, it is. Pranks are fun, except when once again Carrie crosses the line. Like you just like it's not funny when you do that. Like you were, they, they weren't in someone's home. They were in like an Airbnb or a hotel. Like you're like vandalizing at that point. Like that right. stains and that ruins. Like you just ruin other people stay there. Like that's crazy. And also like what you did wasn't like, in what way did that get you, them back for doing like a fart stink bomb? Like you just were, yeah, went a just little too so, far. Carrie is so off. Is she just like is off putting to me? Like, I feel like every, every situation she's in, I just am like, what are you like? What are you doing? It's a little bit like Kelly Ben Simone actually reminds me a little bit like her behavior on Scary Island. I feel like it's not the same situation, but it's a little bit like, are you, are you like good to be here right now? Like, is this yeah. okay for you? And then she like stayed up all night into the laundry. Girl, I don't feel bad for you. Good. Well, right. who else was going to do it? <laughs> you needed to do that. Yeah, like, what? The producers were going to stay after you left and clean the whole house? No, that's not their yeah. job. But also, I have to say that the house, I remember last week you asked me about it and I was like, I didn't really see it, like whatever. But this episode, I really got like a glimpse of the entire mm. house and it is kind of cool. It's very campy. It's very cool. I love the jacuzzi that was like indoor outdoor. So like just yeah, adding it to I my list love- of places I might stay in Texas. I didn't love Brandy getting into the jacuzzi in the full Bigfoot costume. That really made my skin crawl. But, you know, whatever. She went in to, like, clean, get clean. And I was like, no, what is wrong with everyone on this cast? (laughs) Everyone on this cast is just, like, they just, like, smell like ass after getting back from this trip. Like, oh, my God. So gross. I don't, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, we, then we got some stuff. You know, Deandra and Tiffany are still dealing with their, family stuff overall I, f- I feel like this episode was fine i don't know i'm kind of like running out of steam on dallas this year oh no well we just let, let's talk about the her the dumplings really quick because yeah tiffany tiffany's mom came over to make dumplings like for her birthday with the girls like it looked like very fun and her tiffany finally like broke down and cried and kind of like explained to her mom. I feel like she explained to us for a long time before she like said something to her mom and her mom was like, I am proud of you. Like, I don't cry. Like you're my only daughter. Like I love you, but are, I love that moment, but are, am I the only one that feels this way where, and I I don't know Tiffany and her relationship. So it's like, you know, what I see on TV is what I get, but I feel like I haven't seen any bad, like, treatment from her mom like her mom has always been so nice and every time tiffany says something they show her mom doing like what she's not explaining and i'm like i feel like they're her mom's really sweet and 
nice. I think, and... I, think I, I, get, I, I think you're kind of right. I think for Tiffany, it's that it's there's so many years of this right. kind of built up feelings that she is in her head about a lot of it. But also, I think Tiffany's mom is probably kind of on her best behavior. As I mean, <laughs> totally, you can't you can't like discount the fact that they're on camera. Um, also, I think with a lot of it, it's like these little subconscious things that her mom probably doesn't even realize she's doing. Like when she says she's going to come home, come over for dinner, and then it's like actually like i i think i'm just going to go now it's like even if she's not saying tiffany you're disappointing me i don't want to stay here any longer it's like you could have just stayed for dinner yeah, and i think no, I, that's, that's what tiffany kind of is craving is like that her mom will just like pick up on these things herself whereas i think her mom it's just she sees things in a different way so even if she's not being like tiffany fuck this like i'm leaving it's it yeah, like Tip- Tiffany different. was like, you you can't stay and have two dumplings? Right, like, like what, you like, can't? Just, like, for 15 minutes? <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's get into our Grab the Skinny Pop moments of the day. As we know, endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. Luckily, every kernel of Skinny Pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that we eat it by the handful and even the bagful. Um, my Grab the Skinny Pop moment this week definitely would have to be that Beverly Hills trailer when Dorit said the, the phrase orphans and widows, I was immediately just sucked in. I, I thought they put together a great trailer. It made me really excited for the season. And of course, we'll be mentioning it all about the season in a little over a month. So I'm very excited. Barry, what about you? My grab the skinny pop moment is funny. Again, this week, it was when the ladies of Dallas were doing their redneck relay and cam just went full throttle yes. thought thought she finished and went head first diving across the mat full of soap and whipped cream and whatever else they put on there well, and that, did not listen to the rules just no, saw the whipped cream and thought she was supposed to dive in it and that tarp was just for the tug of war and it was supposed to be yeah. the losers falling out. but you know what we love seeing that side of cam where she just like is not her normal like barbie self you know and like having fun and and whatever but yeah i needed a mouthful of skinny pop for that and (laughs) so that's today's grab the skinny pop moment you can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to the shop now page on skinnypop.com what a great week we'll be back of course tomorrow the week's not over um in the meantime don't forget to rate review subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and just be cool don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by dylan hafer guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.